This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Very excited about this. We have the director's cut, the extended audio of the man in St. Catharines reacting to the uh, government recommendations for uh, low health risk drinking. Alcoholic beverages. Apparently, if you want to be low health risk, you should only have two alcoholic beverages per week. <laughs> and we played the original clip uh, last week on the show. Uh, Matt Ingram. Kudos to him from CHCH TV. Over the weekend, he posted uh, an extended version of the interview with this guy. And man, it, it's just more gold. Really? You ready? What did you buy today? I bought uh, six Bush Light, six Bud Light, and I love them. Tall boys. Tall boys? Uh, how much would you drink a day? Well, what day? Regular day, I don't know, maybe a couple beers, depends. Weekends, maybe, you know, five beer. Two drinks a week. What do you think of that? Well, that's just not uh, feasible, not in this country. <laughs> not feasible. <laughs> six Tallboys, but was it Bud or Bush Light? He's, six Bud Light, six Bush Light, both Tallboys. I think 12 in total. And he loves them. Yeah. And I love them. <laughs> well, come on, man. Two drinks a week. What's that going to do for you? <laughs> I mean, that doesn't even get you through a day. A reasonable amount, if you're, I mean, if you're at home, you should be able to have like uh, four beer. That's just, uh, that ain't, that's just two more. <laughs> I mean, I'll have six, but four is a fair number. <laughs> wow, that got out of control. So it started at two, two's yeah. fine. I mean, what about four? That's just two more. I'll have six. How many beers have you had today, honey? I had two beers, you know. Uh, what's wrong with going out with the guys and having four beers? I mean, <laughs> can't a guy have nine beers? <laughs> You know what I really admire about this guy? He picked his haircut in the 1980s and he stuck with it for his life. He's like, that is my haircut. Right? Well, yeah, but when you got perfection, why change it? Yeah, it's, he, he's definitely been rocking that, that same haircut for at least three or four decades. True, true. I like that guy that keeps the hair rather than the, the, like the 60-year-old guy yeah. who tries to get the modern cool haircut. No, he's not trying to start any trends. No, he's, he's just hanging in there. Yeah, he's, he made a decision early and he uh, committed to it. But there shouldn't even be guidelines anyway. Why are you going to tell me how much I can drink at home? <laughs> well, I guess the idea is, would you be concerned that you're at a higher health risk if you're drinking too? No! <laughs> That's the, the main point here is, why are they telling me what I can drink at home? What, can I have uh, two liters of pop? Can I have two liters of pop? Pop! Well, what's more healthy? Four beers or two liters of Coca-Cola? Do the math. Do the math. <laughs> Jim, you were so entertained by this guy. You made uh, you made a meme that you posted on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. Yeah. Tell everyone what it looks like. It's an election sign <laughs> for the beer party with this guy's face on it. It says, "Do the math." Do the math. Yeah, <laughs> man. Who should I vote that's for? His, that's Do the his math. Catchphrase. Well, we should say that's one of his catchphrases because now that we have the extended CHCH TV interview, uh, we know that this guy is a catchphrase machine. As he was departing, um, he threw a couple more out. Now, uh, you got to visualize this. Does he have a false tooth that he pops out of his mouth? Yeah, he's got one real tooth, like, you know, on the front, and then one false one on the other side in a retainer type situation. Right. So he pops his tooth out and says this Rock and roll! <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You can't handle the tooth. <laughs> and then he pops the tooth out. <laughs> 
Oh, man. You can't handle the tooth. This guy. Do the math. Oh. That is a joke that would get all the boys cracking up in the smoker's pit outside the bar, eh? Oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. You know, he's busted that one out in front of people, you know, a couple times a month, probably. Yeah. You know, and he's out for his four or nine or six or 15 beers, whatever he's having. <laughs> <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. And we've got some good news. Remember, we were talking uh, last week about the guy who was flying from Mexico to British Columbia, coming home from vacation. Mm -hmm. They lost his luggage, and luckily he had air-tagged it, and he was able to track it with his cell phone. Uh, His luggage ended up in Spain somehow. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Bit of a long way home. Scenic route, as Mm -hmm. they say, for, for the bag. But good news, Global News has confirmed he got his bag back. Air Canada tracked it down. They shipped it to British Columbia. Problem solved. I guess this isn't going to be an issue anymore. Losing bags. It's a thing of the past. For that guy, it's in the past. But uh, these stories, man, they keep popping up. And this one's even worse, I would say. So there's a couple. They live in Ontario. Uh, They go down south. They come back. Her luggage uh, makes it back. The husband's luggage doesn't. He has an air tag on it, though, luckily. But it was didn't make their their flight back to Ontario from Montreal. So they have the tracker still in Montreal. Four weeks go by. They're calling Air Canada. It's not moving. It's not moving. Finally, they see it moving from Montreal to Etobicoke. They go done. Sweet. Now it lands. Here comes the bag. Now it lands in the GTA, and they can't get a hold of Air Canada again. And they're looking at the air tracker, the air tag uh, tracker, and they're like, "It's right there." But then they look a little closer, and they're like, "Wait, it's actually not at the airport anymore. It's actually a residential uh, area, kind of near the airport." What the heck? So after a while, they get so frustrated that they take some flashlights, go to the area that they see on their air tracker, and when they get there, it's like an old warehouse, and they're flashing lights in the warehouse window, and there's luggage stacked to the ceiling. So it's just a big facility full of lost luggage. So they call the cops, the cops show up, and the cops open the place up or get in there somehow, and they, they realize that there's 500 pieces of luggage in the facility with some bags containing iPhones, laptop, iPads, and AirTags. And these customers who were complaining originally said when they opened the door, the cops could just hear AirTags beeping. <laughs> like, so many people are trying to find their luggage. <laughs> it's crazy. So anyway... Even when they get there, their luggage wasn't there. Their bag was with the air tracker, but all their stuff had been donated to charity. So everything in the bag had been donated? Yes, it was all missing. So I don't if there must be a policy where if it's in facility or storage and nobody claims it after a while, then it has to go to charity because they're not going to hold it indefinitely, but they're obviously not itemizing things and keeping track of whose bag is whose at all. They just put it in a big facility. And these people were calling actively, saying, we know where our bag is, yes, can we get help it back? Us. Yeah, and they, for some reason they couldn't make it happen. But they, they went f- completely rogue <laughs> with the flashlights in the window. I mean, <laughs> to go to that length, like, good on them. That's pretty wild. <laughs> Camouflage makeup on their faces. They solved the case, though. They did. Good for them. I, I didn't realize that there was... Warehouses full of lost luggage like that, and they were donating stuff to charity. Well, you think, though, like, you'd think they would have a lost and found that would be a huge facility in an airport, but off-site, mm. you know? 
That's got to be frustrating. Uh, this would be me in that situation calling customer service. Get me through to a supervisor! <laughs> no! Record the f*** out of this call and get me to a supervisor! No! Do it! I said supervisor! No! This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. A special shout-out and a special kudos to anyone who works in customer service. That is a thankless job, and we've got audio here. There's a video that's gone viral. Somebody posted an exchange they had with a customer on their company's helpline, and this goes from customer service to customer service. Get me through to a supervisor now! Record the f*** out of this call and get me to a supervisor now! Do it! Ma'am, there isn't any reason for me to... Ma'am... Okay, ma'am. All right. No! Okay. No! Okay, give me. No! Don't say another word to me. No! I'm going to put you on hold, ma'am. No! <laughs> oh, my God. That was a demon. That's terrifying. <laughs> I, I respect the, uh, the customer service person for being able to remain calm and professional, but I kind of get it. You know, I kind of get the lady uh, on the phone. Do you? <laughs> Like, have you ever called to try and complain and you're getting, like, automated? If you can get anybody. Yeah, you're getting automated this, automated this. You finally get through to uh, somebody, a real person, and then they're just wasting your time. And Sure, or they're purposely trying to delay their answer so that you will hang up in frustration so they won't cancel your subscription or whatever they yeah. want to keep you on the line for. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand, but, I mean, there's got to be a moment where... You take a breath and look in the mirror and your face is beat red and you're saying, okay, what am I getting out of this? <laughs> like, that's crazy. This isn't worth it. Get me through to a supervisor now! Record the f*** out of this call and get me to a supervisor now! <laughs> oh, boy. Imagine that was your wife or your mom. <laughs> oh, my God. There may be other things going on in that lady's you life. You never know. Yeah, and she but just... you still can't take it out on somebody. It's not, right. you know. <laughs> but it's frustrating. It's I, frustrating. I, 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 now I get angry. Like, I'll scream at... Uh, like my Alexa or, or like, you know, that's who I take it out on. The, the, the technology that can't understand you so I don't feel guilty. And my, my fiance too is very sweet and rarely swears. She'll swear at the GPS or the any techno robot voice okay. that you don't feel guilty about yelling at. I well, feel it gets it worse. Until the singularity happens and they gain consciousness, Jim, and then they're going to remember all of that. Oh, no. Jim and Sarah at the top <laughs> of the list. Eliminate. Eliminate. <laughs> Terminate. Why don't you try and find another little jingle there instead of that peacock <laughs> It's really annoying. And I'm getting sick of listening to it. Get rid of that peacock. You want to see your peacock? Got, got. I want to see your peacock, got, got, your peacock. You want to see your peacock, got, got. I want to see your peacock, got, got. Peacock, got, got. Your 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 peacock, got, got.
it hasn't been the dominant Bills team we were expecting the past couple weeks. It just has not been a smooth season. They have not been uh, as crisp as you would expect. Like the the sequence that ended last year's divisional game against Kansas City, that Buffalo Bills team wasn't here this year, where you could just do it. They could impose their will on a team. And what a bummer that we're not going to see a rematch between KC and oh. Buffalo. I was looking forward to that. Uh, I saw a T-shirt that uh, one angry Bills fan posted, and it says, Bills football, we almost always almost win. <laughs> and it does seem that way. I mean, especially through the 90s. But now it's like we've almost got the team to get there. It's just not happening. Extremely frustrating. I, uh, I was... It ruined my entire night. I, I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Uh, but, I mean, you still have Josh Allen. You still have a very good team. Brendan Bean, Sean McDermott. I mean, you have all the ingredients there for this team to continue to be the class of their division moving forward. So, I mean, yes, it's disappointing. But long term, the Buffalo Bills are still a major factor. Bills are out. So, as a Bills fan, who would you like to see win the Super Bowl now? I'd like to see the Super Bowl canceled. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Off. Like. I like the Brock Purdy story. San Fran, great defense. Brock Purdy undefeated, even though he was a seventh round draft pick. He's fantastic. Like I don't, I don't care. To be clear, I don't care who wins the Super Bowl from here on out. So I just want a good game. But the Brock Purdy story to me is a great one. Uh, at the end of uh, the game last night between the 49ers and Cowboys, they were talking on the field to Brock Purdy and Greg Kittle, the uh, tight end for the 49ers. And at the very end of the interview, Greg Kittle kind of giggled because uh, he was just so happy. And so, I don't know, I, I like I like a tight end who giggles. He like you a know? giggling tight end? I like a giggling tight end. <laughs> that sentence doesn't sit right with me. He, it sounds guy. naughty. <laughs> he, he's a guy like, like he, 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 they asked if he's going to have fun tonight. He's like, yeah. And then he just went around. He, <laughs> and then he ran around and like high-fived all the fans. Like, that's a team. That's a player I can get behind. So, I mean, I like their story. But if the 49ers don't win, I don't care. The Eagles definitely looking strong, living up to the hype. There are a lot of questions about the Eagles uh, going into this. People really getting a little bit too uh, hard behind the Giants. Like I've loved the Giants this season, uh, but because of the uh, some of the injuries to the O-line, Jalen Hurts was hurt. But I think the Eagles really are the team that people just can't sleep on. It's... It's, which is weird to say when they're the number one seed, but I feel like they're getting just a little bit of disrespect. What was going on with Patrick Mahomes? How hurt is that guy? Because he was not moving around the field like we're used to seeing. No, he uh, like he was moving around in that second half like a guy who got like a big shot just to like forget that he had like a right leg at all and just to like numb the pain. He says he's good to go. He had like a high ankle sprain. Uh, he's gonna play. But even Patrick Mahomes at 80% is still, you know, very good. Like he was doing the Patrick Mahomes stuff and instead of leaping off his right foot, he was leaping off his left foot. So uh, what's I think interesting in that game, like with the Bills and the Bengals, I was more scared as a Bills fan of the Bengals than the Chiefs. So whether Patrick Mahomes is 80% or 100%, I still like really like the Bengals to once again beat the Chiefs. Well, both of you guys and, and all the Bills Mafia out there, my neighbor Jason, his son Mo, Miles, guys, I, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> it's all your fault. <laughs> I wasn't cheering. I didn't jinx your team. I didn't say we I was need somebody for him. to blame. <laughs> Thanks, Deb. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. But his late friend Lisa Marie Presley. I, as I'm sure many of you are, are still in shock. As I feel, I'll continue to be for quite some time. I feel like I'm supposed to be texting her, like right now, saying I'm here, telling her how how wonderful everyone is. I never in a million years imagined singing here, and especially under these circumstances. This is truly devastating, and I'm sure excruciating for everyone here and all of those affected by her passing. He performed one of Lisa Marie's favorite Guns N' Roses songs, November Rain. new i it's it is a tough situation for me because it is very emotional he's lost his friend and it's an emotional song and it's a very emotional song but and it's hard to hold a candle in the cold november rain i am a huge guns and roses fan jim you know that yeah. you know i like one of my all-time favorite bands well, you have a pinball machine i have the guns and roses pinball machine at home and See, that part's... <laughs> it's like he's doing the noise when you pretend you're underwater, you know, with your finger. <laughs> I mean, the voice... If this was a vocalist singing any other song, I'd be like, that. those vocals sound weird. But it, it it's Axel and it's this song, so it works. You think, you think it sounds pretty good? Everything but the... part. <laughs> I, again, it's, uh, you know, the circumstances of this. I, I wish this wasn't a performance at a memorial service sure. and we could talk about this a little more honestly. I give I give him all the props in the world. My cousin, his his opa died a few years ago and he sang a song at his funeral it's with a tough. guitar. And I was shocked. I like that you could hold it together. Yeah. But Everyone I, in the crowd is bawling, totally. right? He sang Freebird. It was awesome. Oh, but wow. um, uh, at least Axel showed up on time. He kept the crowd at the memorial service waiting four hours. (laughs) Didn't get started until 11.30 p.m. And when your fears subside and shadows do remain. I know that you can love me when there's no one left to blame. So never mind the darkness Because we still can find a way Yeah, I guess, you know The piano playing's great the, the, I didn't know he played y- Yes he, I thought he just said No, that's always been him Playing piano on that song Cool Talented guy That's good Yeah, that's good piano playing Let's focus on the positive Axel still has it The Taz and Jim Podcast we played some Pink Floyd back there. This is big. 50 years ago, uh, Dark Side of the Moon was uh, released, and the band is celebrating that, of course. It's, 
<laughs> big milestone, 50 years. Crazy. Since they came out with one of the greatest rock and roll albums of all time. And if you close your eyes, Jim, you can picture that album cover, right? Dark Side of the Moon? Oh, yeah. It's it, like the light goes through the triangle and then it's the spectrum of lights yeah, coming out of it. Exactly. The prism. The prism. Yeah, white yeah, light hits a, hits a prism and on the other side you see all the colors. Uh, well, uh, because they're releasing a uh, commemorative 50th anniversary edition of Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd uh, posted, changed their profile picture to the album cover, Dark Side of the Moon. The <laughs> I can't even believe this is real. Um, and people started complaining um, that it's too gay. <laughs> the w- oh, because the rainbow. Because yeah. the <laughs> rainbow. Have they not? Are these fans of Pink Floyd? I, I don't know. So it's it's like the prism with the number fifty, and then it's got the uh, uh, the rainbow uh, colors in the z- zero of the fifty to be more precise. Pink Floyd, the dark side of the moon at fifty, is the logo. Uh, here's some comments. Uh, yeah. Because I always hear Pink Floyd fans saying, I wish Pink Floyd was more gay. (laughs) After seeing this logo, I will not buy the reissue. Good job, Pink. You just lost another fan. I've been listening to this album for the past 50 years since I picked it up at my local record store for 50 cents. I just happen to never look at the album cover. <laughs> that can't be. Wait, this whole time. That can't be real. How could Come you on. possibly not realize what's going on here or have a problem with it in general? Some people are also comparing this to when members of Rage Against the Machine uh, got backlash for making political statements online. <laughs> Oh, no need to get political rage against the machine. Yeah. Stick with music. Stay out of politics. Actually, I uh, graduated from a poli-sci program. Uh, Have you not heard any of our songs? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is one of the greatest album covers of all time. It's it's got to be top ten most recognizable album covers, right? I think people just want to find things to complain about, and the moment they see something, anything that triggers that reaction, it's boom. Tweet before thinking. Pink Floyd fiftieth anniversary of Dark Side of the Moon comes out this March. The Taz and Jim podcast. Let's talk about stupid criminals right now. You have the right to remain stupid. 28-year-old man in Georgia named Marcus Tull was arrested about a week ago. Uh, He was doing some skip scanning. You know, you ever heard of skip scanning? No. You go to the self-checkout at Walmart or any store that has self-checkouts, and you scan one item, but you put two items in the bag. Sure, one for me? (laughs) One for you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So he was doing some skip scanning. And uh, Walmart security called the police. They they detained him, and they said, "Hey, um, give the stuff back, and we'll let you go." So they went to his car. They opened his trunk and found thirty seven pounds of marijuana back there. Oh no! <laughs> and a bag of uh, magic mushrooms. Oh boy! And he only paid for about a third of those. He <laughs> skip scanned right. the rest of well, them. Skip scanning. <laughs> Well, it uh, sounds like maybe his excuse of, hey, I'm just a little absent-minded. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize I was skip-scanning. I'm just on shrooms and marijuana. 
a little oh. more believable now. It just, the, this is, you know, I never want to defend like stupid criminals, but it just it boggles my mind how you could be carrying that around in your car and still, you know, dancing with the devil and trying to get away with stealing other stuff when you have yeah. such incriminating evidence in your trunk. There's Crazy. a number of lessons you can learn from this. Uh, don't skip scan would be one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think if you are going to skip scan, don't do it with 37 pounds <laughs> of marijuana and a bag of magic mushrooms in your trunk. Uh, there's another lesson mm-hmm. you can learn from this. <laughs> you have the right to remain stupid. want to give a shout out to our pal Bitsy, Jim. Love that guy. Was with Bitsy yesterday, and he likes making corny jokes, and he, he made one. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. He goes, that's a hilarious joke. I said, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll post it on my Twitter feed and we'll see how many likes it gets. <laughs> it's done pretty well. It's got like 30 likes on it. Okay, yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. good. You want to hear the joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying food prices are expensive right now, but yesterday I went to the store to get grocery. That's not bad, actually. That's better than I expected it to be. That's pretty good. Grocery, singular. Yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> You have to repeat it. No, I understand. (laughs) That's what I said. Not not bad, Bitsy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I heard another one. This is not my joke. I I I read it online. I wish I wrote down who posted it so I could give them full credit. But this is a good one. Um, Remember back in the day when you'd go into a strip club, the strippers would have names of expensive things like Mercedes and champagne. Well, I went to the strip club the other day. And the guy said, gentlemen, put your hands together for eggs. <laughs> lumber, lumber, we're going to need you side stage. Lumber, you're up next. That's not bad either. Did that oh, one yeah. get any likes? Did you tweet that one? I didn't tweet no, it. It's, okay. it's not my joke. I saw it somewhere on social media in passing. I forgot to, I'd love to credit whoever wrote that one. It wasn't Bitsy. It wasn't me. But it's a good one. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I did get some eggs. For two ninety nine yesterday, though. Oh, are they coming back down? I, I don't know, but I did, like, last time I went, I bought the free range or free run, so they were way more expensive. Was this at the grocery store or out of the trunk of someone's car? Superstore. <laughs> it was actually inside a strip club. <laughs> All right, eggs. <laughs> She's got a side hustle in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, no.